Okay, we are going to call this segment Driving with Dread. Not that you're not usually driving with me on these update episodes because recording them on the way to work is terribly convenient. But uh, I've I've been pleased to say that I'm getting a a little bit more fan mail, listener mail. I want to avoid using the word fan. Uh, not that it's you know bad or anything. It's just I, I feel like when I use it in the context of people that listen to my shows or read my books, um, I, I don't want it to sound like like I'm, I'm elevating myself and just putting you guys in my little basket camp. You guys are my readers, you're my listeners, and so uh, I, I'm kind of making a conscious choice to to using that to to not use that word, uh, but calling the mail fan mail just as a kind of a catch easy terms so that people understand where it's coming from. Anyway, uh, last summer on the Brother Trucker Book Club, uh, I got a letter from two girls going by the names Kitty and Pearl, who explained to me that uh, I, I mentioned that I, I got into the stats of my listeners and uh, Anchor showed me that um, the second most popular country for my listenership was Uzbekistan. And uh, it turns out I got a couple of people who just set their VPNs to that country uh, when they listen to the show. Uh, Kitty and Pearl are two young girls of undetermined age. Their father works in um, cybersecurity, which was all they would say about that. And so they, they go by code names and their dad uses a VPN and, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, anyway, I don't have the question right in front of me, but I checked it before I, I left because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm driving. Uh, the girls asked me if I've read any good dragon books lately because they really liked a series called uh, Wings of Fire. Um, I've never read Wings of Fire. Um, my nephew, I think, is really into it. And I've heard of it a lot, and uh, I guess it's really popular, but I, I personally have never picked it up. Um, and as for you know, really good dragon books, shoot, I'm trying to remember the last one that I read. I've read plenty of series books with dragons in them, uh, Larry Korea's Monster Hunter International has had at least two with a dragon character named Management. He lives underneath uh, a Las Vegas hotel. Um, other than that, the last like really big dragon-centric series that I remember reading was Aragon. And I read that like 15 years ago. Um, I got really into the first two, and then the third one was a chore, and I never read the fourth. Uh, but I remember there being cool scenes like, you know, him learning how to ride the dragon. I guess how to train your dragon would be another one, right? But, oh, geez, I couldn't finish the first book in that series either. The movies were a massive improvement over the books in that series. Um, but, yeah, I shoot, if you haven't read Aragon, girls, I'd, I'd give that one a try. Um Hmm, see this guy just stealing one of those signs off the side of the road that said uh, $15,000 per month working from home. I guess somebody's really pissed about that. <laughs> Sorry, I had to tune out there for a second. Uh, and then the follow-up question from Kitty and Pearl, they um, they had read Rebel Heart after the summary episode a couple of weeks ago. Um, thank you for doing that. And, uh, oh, there's, there's a dragon book for you, actually. Uh, the review episode or the summary episode for Patriots game just went live and uh, I I didn't touch on it in excessive detail but there was a a dragon scene um, you know at the end of that book but uh, (laughs) I guess one of them I I don't know which one's the younger sister was uh, not too complimentary of the art in Rebel Heart 
which I completely understand. Um, you said that she didn't think it was that good. <laughs> so you can always count on a kid to be honest with you. Um, but I wanted to address that and say, yeah, I, I know that it's not up to snuff or up to par rather with the work that I've been doing more recently. And I knew that going into that book in 2014, uh, when I sat down and I finished the very first drawing where Calvin is scrubbing that wool in his front yard as the mages walk by, I knew that it wasn't going to be that good. I knew it wasn't going to be as good as I wanted it to be and that I would come to a point in my artistic career where I would look back on it and say, this was bad. And I made the choice to go ahead and do that anyway. Um, I think it is important to, to do things like that, to learn from experience, to learn by doing, because it's so much more effective than just learning by watching or observing or, or reading. Um, you know, the, the connection between your brain and your hands is a very powerful one, and you learn things through that that you couldn't learn any other way. Um, I watched a video a couple of months ago on YouTube about these guys in Sheffield, England, who have been making scissors by hand for hundreds of years, um, and it's it's a very skilled, particular job. Like you know, an apprenticeship in making these scissors is five years. You know, you're you're making scissors for three years before you're even allowed to sit at certain stations to to sharpen the blades this way or that. Uh, because it is such a particular skill that you can't learn it by reading about it or by watching. You can only learn by feel. And after you develop a feel for certain things, uh, you know, will, will you understand things that the instructor is telling you? Um, I, I felt that way about doing the art for that book. Uh, I knew I was going to hate it later. Uh, and I'm at the point now, not where I hate it, but where I look at it and be like, oh, damn, that's bad. And it's not just because I didn't know as much about perspective or things like that. I also didn't know a whole lot about the medium. I drew everything for that book in mechanical and number two pencil. And then when my sister went to go scan the art in for me, um, she basically took pictures of it with a giant flash camera. And anytime the flashlight hit uh, the graphite on the paper, it didn't come out black. It came out a shiny, high reflective color. Uh, that's where I learned to to start inking and using charcoal instead of graphite. You know, I, I learned that from failure. It took me two and a half months to illustrate Rebel Heart. And I was sick to my stomach when we went to go do those scans. And I realized, like, all of this art is useless unless I can find a better way to scan it in. Um, I did my first several books that way. Uh, the entire Engines trilogy, Kill the Beast, and Hero Next Door. Um, Sleepless Hollow, I kind of did that way as well, but the art uh, Im improved drastically for that one. And even then, there are things that I learned from it. I, I solved a lot of the problems with the engine's artwork, but I still need to learn uh, a lot about light and value and contrast to give distinction between things that are in the foreground, things that are in the background, things that are uh, on the mortal plane, things that are on the ghost plane. And uh, I've, I've learned by doing. Um, I haven't published a physical book since I started doing digital art in late 2019. And uh, that alone is going to make the print versions of my art a lot more crisp and a lot more 
uh, you know, visible, I, I, not legible, because that's for, for reading, but you get what I'm saying. So the point is, uh, I appreciate that you picked up the book and, and you read it, and I can even appreciate that you didn't like the artwork, because at this point, neither do I. But I'm proud of what I did and how I learned, uh, because it was better than learning it any other way. Um, and I, as long as you just stick with me and, uh, you know, stay in touch by all means and give me feedback, uh, just, you know, continue to be constructive about it like you were. Um, I, I don't expect you to enjoy my earlier work uh, as much as I do, but I, I am going to share it and continue to build on it. Um, that's the reason why I did those summary episodes for the Engines trilogy was, was so that I could kind of catch everybody up without expecting you to read the entire thing. Uh, because I've got future stories coming out like Howling Wilderness that are just going to be awesome. So uh, thanks for doing that. That's my two cents on uh, my, my earlier artwork and how it's improved in the seven years now since I published Rebel Heart. Um, and then one other question that I had from uh, Kolar627. I'm not going to say the, uh, the at email account. That was not a username. That was, uh, that was an email that came in. Uh, are you going to do a Discord server for Dread Pennies? Um, I think for me to undertake something like that, not that it's a massive thing, but for me to even put in the time or effort to uh, to start one of those up, I would have to have, I think, a larger listener base than I do, just to make sure that it, it didn't immediately become a digital desert. Um, I'm in probably six Discord servers right now, and most of them are related to Patreons that I back. I back one for uh, Elsa Charretier, who's a, a French comic book artist and analyst. Um, I'm also in a couple for uh, the review websites that I write for, and um, another local uh, artist group that I'm a member of, which is itself kind of a digital desert. There's me and Bellator Poeta are pretty much the only two that comment in there anymore but we keep each other on task with our deadlines and stuff and so that's why I participate there um if I suppose if my patreon ever blows up a little bit more I, I would add one just so that we can all chat with each other uh, but for now it's I think it would be more of a distraction than anything I've actually backed out of a couple of discord servers over the last couple of weeks and months just because you know even if they were active um, it's it's one more thing for me to kind of dedicate mental energy to that I really don't want to um, I used to be a lot better about staying on, on task mentally with my own projects. And, and, uh, in the recent years, I've noticed some kind of chasing comments with my mind, uh, you know, checking social media updates and replying to messages. And, uh, I think if I, if I do that less and just focus on creating more, I'll get more done. Uh, I've deleted all of my Twitter accounts. Like I've said, I've significantly pared back my activity on Facebook partially because I hate Facebook, but I haven't deleted my account because um, I've had it for uh, 14 years now. Um, there's a lot of personal history on there. It's kind of like an online journal, and there are a lot of interactions from uh, my late sister's account that, uh, for personal reasons, I just want to keep. So, um, But I, the point is, like, I, I don't use it a whole lot uh, anymore. Uh, all of these things are are ways of kind of getting my, my headspace back to myself, deleting the noise and just focusing on what I want to. And uh, that's always been better fuel for, 
for my creativity and my productivity. But uh, if there were more people that wanted me to do a Discord server, I would definitely do it. As of right now, I've still only got the one Patreon backer. Um, shout out to Trep, uh, who's been a friend of mine for a long time now and, uh, and one of the earliest supporters of my work on a professional level. I'm, I'm very grateful for his friendship uh, first and, and his support second. Um, I've got future stories coming up where I will need names for side characters and for cannon fodder and things like that and uh, I would give first priority to people who who joined the Patreon or uh, or were, were listeners to the show and and wrote in. Um, I've got a future character planned out for, for Trep. He's going to be a, uh, a grumpy local restaurant owner who handles bad patrons by hitting them with uh, <laughs> a mop that he keeps in a grimy bucket. It's kind of an inside joke that, uh, that Porter will understand. So uh, if, that's, uh, if that sounds like something you want to be a part of, definitely check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Dread Pennies, and uh, if you want to reach out and have a question read on the show, uh, hit me up at dreadpennies at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on Instagram at dreadpennies. That'll do it for now. Uh, I am outside the office. I got to get to work. I love you guys, and I I appreciate your support and your involvement. I, I appreciate you guys reading my stories and uh, and sharing them with people. Also, one final shout out: um, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm getting more active on there. Um, Graham Bradley Reads is the name of the channel. Uh, I'm starting to go through my bookshelf and just do, you know, short video reviews of books that I own and kind of explain why I I own physical copies of them and what I enjoy about them and what I think you might too. So uh, in addition to my kind of longer form history videos, uh, I mean, I'm going to start reviewing fiction. In fact, there's one that drops today for uh, Hiroshi Sakurazaka's All You Need Is Kill manga. Uh, I want you guys to see the artwork that I loved so much that prompted me to buy a physical copy of that to have for my very own. So that'll do it for today. You guys know the drill. Drive safe. See you out there.